If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. I'm us. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. It's me, Steve Crothy. Don't come at me like that, Steve. <laughs> Coming in all friendly, speaking a mystical, magical, wonderful language. After last night, Steve. <laughs> after September 30th, 20, in the year of our Lord, 2023. After what? The diabolical... Alabama Crimson Tide did to the little underdogs, the rebellion. I wasn't going to bring it up. Oh, I am. (laughs) And act like I care for 37 (laughs) seconds. Dude, it was so fucking funny the night before, so Friday night. You were like, yeah, I'm going to show up a little later on Saturday because the Bama game starts late. And I was like, buddy, you should just show up at your normal time. You guys are going to, I mean, you're going to destroy us. And you're like, oh, I don't know. It could be a tough game. A little worried about it, which you say every year because you're a good friend. <laughs> and I literally said to you, buddy, you're going to beat us by 23 points. So just come hang out. You beat us by 23 points, Steve. <laughs> that was pretty wild that you called that. Well, exact, I, by exactly. the way, I call it every year because 23 is my number. <laughs> right. So I always say, oh, you guys are going to beat us by 23 points. It finally just paid off. So, you know, it was bound to happen eventually. Yeah, we've just been inconsistent this year, you know. And when yeah, you go to the land of the cowbell, you never know what's going to happen. But and uh, we're just inconsistent every year, so yeah. So we're starting to look a little <laughs> bit better. Hopefully, we keep that momentum going. Um, what about were there, were there any big upsets this weekend in college football? Oh um, my God, we've got another story to tell. So keep going, keep going. <laughs> I don't know if there were really any big upsets. Uh, Georgia Auburn really hung lost. with Georgia, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think there was anything too crazy in terms of uh, the top ten. Ole Miss and LSU had a crazy-ass game. Who won? Ole Miss. Yeah. Uh, like, the final score was, like, 55-49 to 49 or something oh, like that. You. It was it was crazy. A lot of scoring. Um, so I do want to tell one other story that has been cracking me up today thinking about it. So... Last night, uh, you know, I I was streaming. I played a little uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which I'll talk about here in a second. Um, And, you know, the goal for the evening is we were going to try to play Payday 3 again because our buddy Jeff had done some research 
and it seemed like maybe the matchmaking issues were a thing of the past. So <clears throat> Will shows up, and I'm in the midst of discussing with Will and Jeff, like, well, what happens if we queue up as three people? Does it give us a random? And Jeff goes, oh, well, you can assign an AI to the fourth player, but we won't have to do that if our fourth shows up. And I'm in the middle of going like, yeah, well, Steve is going to show up sometime, but that who, that game, it's just now halftime or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And as soon as I say that, boop, boop, somebody jumps in the Discord and it's our buddy Nick, right? Chaos ensues. We're all excited. I even saw somebody in Twitch chat go, oh, shit, when Nick showed up, <laughs> right? They knew what this meant. So... Long story short, we played some payday. We got through three heists, no matchmaking issues. Everything seemed to want, run just fine. Now, about 20 minutes before we could play was Nick registering. <laughs> that stupid fucking process you got to do to even start playing payday. And of course, because he couldn't change any settings until he finished registering the whole time he's going okay i'm sorry i can't really hear you guys because the music is so loud hold <laughs> on i gotta try to turn it down i gotta register first it's classic nick <clears throat> it's just classic nick so i was i was super excited i'll let you get on with it i know mm -hmm. there's more to this story but i just wanted to say like when i got home you know i obviously had a few beers and i i went to look to see if you were on twitch first and i was like oh he's not streaming let me check the I Discord. I just finished. Okay, so I checked the Discord and see you're in there with <laughs> Nick and Jeff, and I just was like, what the hell? You were like, you <laughs> motherfucker. And I was like, what yeah. are you talking about? He said, like, how long have you been here? Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I after we play in the stream, we're all just hanging out talking on Discord, and we're all sort of talking about college football. And Nick starts telling us about, you know, how dudes – that he work with are, are like, they need to get rid of Saban. And, you know, you always see that. Like, I told you guys, let there be one mid-episode of a Star Wars TV series, and all of a sudden, the real fucking unibrow motherfuckers are on Twitter talking about, Disney should just sell Star Wars. They clearly don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Um, and I go, yeah, well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You guys has a couple of bad years, or not even bad less than perfect years and i go how many has how many championships has he even won for alabama at this point like three or four and there is dead silence when i say this and i immediately <laughs> knew i fucked up like the reaction because because nick starts going a humming a humming a oh well, they've run more and steve goes he's won six <laughs> Dude, it descended like my stomach hurt from laughing so hard. <laughs> that was great. That was really good. My favorite was we <laughs> we started talking about like the, the developers at Starbreeze try, trying to get Nick's address. <laughs> yeah, because Nick Nick was at some part of the the um, registration. He's like, "Why do they need my shipping address?" And I was like, Nick, I don't remember. Like, listen, I even complained that this process is stupid and, and too drawn out. But I don't remember giving them a shipping address. And we were talking about the developers being like, guys, guys, hold up. We have somebody that's actually putting in their address. Hold on. Nick Samari 
188 anywhere lane. Okay, listen. Okay. Could be fake. But, but, could be legit. Let's what see how it goes. What if it's not, though? Yeah, but what if, what if it's, it's not, not though? <laughs> Thinking they that... were about to sell his personal information. Oh, man, that bit went on oh. for uh, about an hour, and I loved every minute of it. It was so good. I stayed up way too late <laughs> just Jesus. doing bits with you guys. Well, it's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm happy to report payday three as of as of so far. Seems to be working fine now. We had no matchmaking issues. Now, we also did not successfully complete a quiet uh, heist either. So, you know, still some work to be done on our end. That's okay. But, I mean, um, I imagine it's probably tough in that game to, to pull off, like, a fully quiet heist. You yeah, know? And, and, like, so we talked about the first one, right? And how it had, like, the system where you got to um, disarm. Burn through the, the ceiling. Yeah, and you got to yeah. disarm the die packs. Well, the second heist is full on you go in loud. There is no uh, option for going in quiet. That one is wild, bro. And then the third one, you're robbing like a jewelry store, and there's this machine that you got to dump the loot into, and it cleans and picks out the jewelry that's marked and stuff. So, like, you have this sort of constant loop of loading the machine, taking out the goodies, and setting them aside. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I, um, I think that's going to be a fun game for us to throw into the loop every now and then. Cool. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the little bit I played of it last weekend. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait till we, we can get the crew back together and play some more. Um, Nick said he's going to be around a little more often now because he's back on his normal schedule. Um, so since it is spooky month this month, I think we're going to try to do some Dead by Daylight and some other horror-themed games on stream, so... Uh, I think that should be fun. We haven't played Dead by Daylight since they added Alien, so I'm, yeah. I'm looking and we probably to won't be playing Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, I don't know if we've talked about that on the podcast. No, uh, we. I mean, we 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 did our episode about it. And, right. I mean, you I know, mean, we like were the, fairly positive on it, but the difficulties they're having. Right yeah. Now. Listen, yeah. one of these games, right? That's meant to be around forever. Like, you really gotta establish a strong community and not piss that community off early if you're a game like dead by daylight that's been around years if you fuck up some balance here or there there's a good chance your community is going to stick around long as you fix it right mm -hmm. but in the first couple of months of a game coming out like you can tank your community and they're making some very questionable decisions over there right now Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they've disabled crossplay mm -hmm. for the moment because of cheating being so rampant on the PC end. Right. Um, they're getting raked over the coals for their microtransactions that are coming out. They're they're mm -hmm. like a a leather face skin that is designed by Greg Nicotero, who's like the special effects guru who did the original stuff. Right. No, Greg Nicotero is the guy from. Um, Walking Dead. Oh, okay. I know that he was like a special effects yeah, guy too. Yeah, he is. But I, I don't think he was. I want to double check. I don't think he did uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. 
Okay, so no. just first, fired him in there to do it. Yeah, his first credited movie is um, Day of the Dead. So okay, um, yeah, I think they just got him because it's from what I understand, it's a a brand new Leatherface design that's not featured in any movie, right? Which right, I took a look at it and it didn't seem familiar. Pretty cool. It's a skin, and they're charging sixteen dollars for it. Ugh. That's a tough one. Tough look. And then now they're also releasing. Um, what do you call? No, they're not killers in this. They're the family. Uh huh. So like when they release a new family member, like when you when you play in Dead by Daylight, you can just get like the package of everything, right? Like the new killer that mm. usually comes with a survivor or two, right? And those are typically, honestly, pretty fairly reasonably priced. Yeah, they're not that bad. I seem to recall just like getting most of them for like seven bu bucks or yeah, so. Yeah, and listen, the other thing about Dead by Daylight DLC is it goes on sale all the time. Often. So yeah. typically around the holidays, I go in and look at the holiday sale and any Dead by Daylight <sighs> DLC that's on sale that I don't have, I pick it up then. And like I have a full collection that way. You know, right. if it's something huge, I'll I'll buy it day of, right? But But Texas Chainsaw Massacre is splitting like the the killers and the victims up so you can only buy like one mm -hmm. and they're expensive as yeah. well. They're like ten dollars a piece. Yes. So it just it seems like they're really kind of out for the predatory <laughs> microtransactions early and they're getting called out pretty hard. So Yeah, and you know see if they can weather the storm. For a game that's built around the killer side or the family side, you know, it's it's more than one person playing. It's still asymmetrical, but not in the same way that Dead by Daylight is where there's only one killer. You would think to keep your community engaged that you would offer some more options for the family members that aren't Leatherface. Because there's some of those family members that don't have any alternate outfits, even color swaps, right? And, like, I know for me in, in fucking Dead by Daylight, part of the fun is the goofy outfits. I gotta get my fit going, you know? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a little confusing. Now, this doesn't mean they can't bat, um, bounce back, but... Of course, yeah, I hope they do. I think there's yeah. a good game there, honestly. Yeah, they need to... They really need to sit down and figure it out, though. You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. You people are not going to sit by anymore and watch like these ridiculous microtransactions try to get pushed through and mm -hmm. not say anything about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And in when you're talking about a game, you know, a crossplay game that has crossplay disabled right now, I kind of feel like maybe you should straighten that all out before you start trying to get more money out of us, right? right. Let me also say this, and this is not exactly fair to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's an apples to oranges situation, but I recently got done playing the Separate Ways DLC for the Resident Evil 4 remake, mm -hmm. which was $10. And I got a fantastic campaign add-on, which took me about six hours to beat. Yeah. A whole ass, big ass update to the mercenaries mode, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you're into that sort of thing. And that's an excellent mode as well. And I just felt like I couldn't believe the money value I felt like I got for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it is, it is uh, like you said, it's apples to oranges, but it's also not a bad comparison, right? Cause when you look into 
what had to go in development wise for that Resident Evil 4 remake mm -hmm. and to act uh, to offer that much content for ten dollars like that's impressive yeah and now to be fair like the the ada section of that the campaign story there's very few new like areas like it's right. all basically reusing the same areas and stuff like that but right you know it still presents it in this really interesting kind of way shit i'll pay ten dollars just to look at ada wong ooh woo <laughs> all right I'm, yeah. I'm down bad i don't give a fuck great character great dlc by the way super duper thumbs up from me um you know it's it's been a good year for dlc with the cyberpunk one getting such great Man. reviews as well i can't wait to check out uh phantom livered liberty i'm gonna mm -hmm. start a brand new playthrough same here of cyberpunk because of all the 2.0 updates but that then once i get done with that one that's gotta be it all right. Yeah, yeah. I think you know so. that'll be I'm like right. my third playthrough of that damn game, which is will be my second. Yeah, but, which know. is like I enjoy the game. I think it's a great game. I can't wait to check out all the updates in the DLC. But you know, at some point, I got to move on, Choom. <laughs> well, you let me know when you're feeling up to doing that next yeah, run, so and we'll, we'll work. Con concurrently that do that one because yeah, we can I'm definitely into that. that. Um, um, speaking of DLC, we. Uh, we, get, we played some Street Fighter the other night with a new character. We did. Aki's out. And boy, does she give me a terror boner. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Like half of the ladies in that game are <laughs> terror bonerific. <laughs> um, they can be mentally unhinged ladies like no one else. I got to say, like, you know, for a long running franchise like Street Fighter, the classic characters that have been around for decades now are always going to catch my eye first. Like I want to see Cammy, Ryu, Ken, E Honda, Blanca, Zangief, so on and so forth, right? Chun-Li. Street Fighter VI has been one of the strongest showings of introducing new characters mm -hmm. that I think are really cool and offer like a refreshing take on the mechanics of Street Fighter. Right, like, yes. Um, obviously, Manon, awesome. Marissa, awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I think Jamie's design is awesome. Jamie's design is awesome. Aki is instantly iconic and awesome. Agreed. Like, yeah. If anybody knows their uh, the lady who does her voice actor uh, voice lines uh, in the dub of Street Fighter Six, like you know, let her know. Your boy Halls. <laughs> You know, he likes Street Fighter. We can hang out. It's not going to work. Why? It's over. She's very It's a fan of your work. Yeah. Yeah. The character is, is great, though. She has this weird umbrella-like hair. Yeah. And, and like, so she's a, sort of an apprentice of Fong from mm -hmm. Street Fighter Five. So she also has a poison mechanic. Instantly more enjoyable and cool than Fong, though. And I didn't Big even time. play... Yeah aki you know what i mean right jeff was it was cool because jeff took on the mantle of i'm gonna learn the new character you know so mm -hmm. he basically let us just fuck around against her all night it was it was pretty cool yeah i had a i had a good time um we also you and i i think we finally got our dick skinners on a matchup between the two of uh, yeah, us true, true. Uh, versus e honda Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I busted out Zangief last yep. uh, that night for a little while, and it felt pretty good. I think maybe the uh, 
Manon Grabby's, you know, helped me transition over a little easier. Oh, to yeah. Use I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so I'll be honest with you, buddy. Uh, Rashid, I was cool with and excited to see because I did mess around with him in five. I still need to mess around with him in six a little more. Aki, it was I was looking forward to. I am going to try her out eventually. She's tough. Um, tough to use. Yeah. And from here on, it's Ed. No <laughs> interest. And then Akuma, slight interest. I'm ready for that next fighter pack. Me too. Yeah. I, I'm wait. already over this fighter pack. I, I am stoked for, like, uh, Akuma as well. Yeah. Um, He'll be fun. Uh, but you're right, man. Ed is the worst. I, I don't care what kind of glow up they give him. I'm, I'm going to hate him. Yeah. And... So I would imagine we might get some uh, teasers or some ideas of that next fighter pack maybe at Capcom Cup this year. Right. Because that should be not too long before Akuma comes out. Right, because we've we've got winter for Ed, which I'm going to guess is going to be around Christmas time. So they, okay, so Rashid and Aki came out days after the official start of summer and, and fall, right? Okay. So if uh, winter starts December twenty first, I think you oh, might. Well, then cool. Yeah, I think you might be right on the money right around Christmas. Um, and then it'll be Akuma in the spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, March or April, whenever that happens yeah. to get there. Um, so over the past few weeks, when we've been doing, you know, we had our Mortal Kombat episode and fucked around talking about Josh Hargis's dick root <laughs> and uh, all that stuff. Happy birthday, Josh. Yeah, happy birthday, Josh. A couple weeks late by the time this comes out, but we messaged yeah. you. Yeah. I said, let me see that dick root. Um, <laughs> anyways, there has been some pretty, like we're not a, a topical video game news show, but there's been some big stuff that I kind of wanted to talk to you about because um, some of it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, and some of them I'm very excited about. Um, so I mentioned earlier that I have been playing Yakuza Like a Dragon or Yakuza Seven. Um, I picked it back up because I never finished it back in the day. Um, I started playing it the day it came out when it launched on the Series X, right? Right, and for the listeners, this is the one that they officially made to be turn-based as opposed to yes it is a full-on jrpg (laughs) um so i always knew i needed to go back and finish it part of the reason why is because you know we've talked about it a few times yakuza 8 is coming out next year in february and uh like a dragon the man who sold his name or whatever the fuck like a dragon guide and the man with no name the man with no name the the it's so it's the one that tells what kiryu has been up to since yakuza 6 and during the events of yakuza 7 and then in yakuza 8 it's ichiban and kiryu together with the gang he's now part of the party bro time snuck up on me because that gaiden game comes out in november Right. It, it, time is flying, dude. Like dude. you're, you're not wrong. Like I, I mean, we're in. As of recording this, we're in very early October, first day of October. I mean, it, we've got um, Alan Wake in a couple of weeks. We've got oh Spider-Man two. Oh in, my god! You know, like days after that, you know what I mean? Two huge releases coming at the end of the month. Um, Alan Wake is one of those games that I'm very excited about, but 
is probably going to be a minute until I play it. I be too simply because of Yakuza and Spider Man. Spider Man's my big game for Spider Man. Spider Man is going to be like a play right away for me. Yeah, it has to be a priority. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, the um. I've got to get around to doing the other one at some point, though. Miles Morales, buddy, you can knock it out in a weekend. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's, it's fun. It's fast. It's easy um, to knock out. So, <clears throat> um, so I start playing Yakuza Seven with the intent of okay, well, hopefully I'll finish this before or maybe even shortly after the Man with No Name, whatever it is, Gaiden game comes out in november so then that I one can, looks cool man I'm it sorry. does it really does so then i can play that and be ready for yakuza 8 next year right got to mm-hmm. do my yakuza homework because i want to try to stay current on yakuza while also beating the backlog of yakuza games it's it's a lot um, at some point you're gonna like incept you know they're gonna like mm-hmm. converge i'm gonna wake know. up in in fucking Camarocho. <laughs> do you know how i'm gonna happy. i'm gonna walk up to you on the street wearing an eye patch uh-huh you, oh. <gasps> coming out of a big traffic cone steve chan <laughs> do you know the first place we're going when we wake up in camarocho is that fucking restaurant with the giant crab outside oh okay i thought you were gonna say the dance floor so we could do the it's friday dance well but... that's gonna be part of it okay cool. but we got to get a little food in our belly first true you that know? true that true Go do a little karaoke, open a hostess club. Oh my um, goodness! There was a good thread on Reddit the this week about what's your favorite mini game of in any video game period, and I just went in there just to make sure somebody had mentioned it, and yeah. sure enough, they did. They did. <laughs> okay, yeah. Steve said, "Okay, okay, cool. Well, I don't have to go on here and embarrass any idiots, all right?" Exactly. Yeah. Um, and man, I'm really so I'm definitely surpassed the point I was in that game before you know I am I'm playing it like I play a normal Yakuza game doing lots of mini games golf batting cages karaoke dragon cart going to movies like and boy do I love it I love the change (laughs) game yeah to turn-based JRPG so much because it's weird how well it works it works great. I enjoy it a lot, yeah. actually. I feel like it's more fun to me because the I enjoy the beat up, beat em up stuff. But that, but the the combat in a, a nor like you know a previous Yakuza game, no, with peace and love, I love those games. But it starts to get stale towards that eighty hour, hundred hour point when you're mm-hmm. deep in the sauce on a Yakuza yeah. game, right? This has stayed pretty fresh because like any good jrpg you're constantly upgrading skills or getting better skills and stuff and all the equipment is goofy like one of my characters is fighting with a petrified kielbasa sausage right now that's what he's using (laughs) as his weapon um and this brings up another point right so next year in the first two months steve of 2024 there are Four JRPGs being released in January. So so we've got the Persona 3, the Persona 3 make. Yeah, right. right. We have Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Mm -hmm. We have Yakuza, or Like a Dragon Infinite. Yakuza 8. 
yeah. like a dragon infinite health okay i don't care i'm not changing the it's yakuza all right guys yeah, yeah. so you're gonna take that out of my cold dead hands <laughs> and then the last day of february on elite day baller choice by the way final fantasy 7 rebirth Woo, man and you know what's kind of lurking over all of that like a fucking shadow of the earth steve golden fucking <laughs> gigantic tree <laughs> you know i'm gonna make a hold on let me let me look so i want i want you guys to remember this i'm gonna make a uh a, a call on when i think shadow of the earth tree is coming out um i'm gonna say shadow of the earth tree will be out in march and I think it will be on the two. They, you know, they could do the two-year anniversary. Well, you know what's fucked up is I know that exact date. That would be February twenty-fifth. Yeah, it's it's it was late February. I know that it was would, the twenty-fifth. That 25th. might make sense. They might would, do that. I would know it was the twenty-fifth because that was my sister's birthday, and it was also the day I went to that ca that disastrous Coheed and Cambria concert. <laughs> oh man. And, Things only went up from there. <laughs> he said with a sarcastic smile. Yeah, I I was living my um, I, I was living my own personal from game. Ugh. After a couple Sorry, weeks. Sorry, buddy. Um. So, boy, is that a lot to look up? Look that forward is, to. That's fucking crazy, man. Man. No. Uh, like. That's a lot of JRPGs. So I know, I want to play all four of those, right? I can't. I don't even know that I can responsibly get all four at the release date. Obviously, Final Fantasy and Yakuza get those are the top ones, of course. Yeah, they get they but, get they get the played instantly. I you know, I think Grand Blue is probably going to be your bottom. Yes, you like, you've got it. Goes Final Fantasy mm -hmm. Seven Rebirth, Yakuza Eight, Persona Three, Grand Blue. Because now, have you played Persona Three before, or has Persona mm -hmm. Four Golden been your? I've only done four okay. and five. Now three, I hear is incredible. I'm very excited to check it out, but I have. That's that's one that I doubt I'll play right away. Yeah. But at some point, like when I have a a, a ass load of time to get into it, like mm -hmm. those games are incredible, man. As as you and I are just like turn based boys. You I know. know, man. Like and. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can I take a quick aside here, Steve? 
I saw about two days ago one of the worst booger cringe takes on social media. <laughs> oh my god! I know. I I already know what you're gonna say. It's okay. the who fucking says Baldur's Gate three should have a real time mode where we would pay extra for it. Is that the one you're talking about? You nailed it, buddy. Like, <laughs> oh, man. and I like listen. You know what I don't do. I don't fucking engage with dumb dumbs on the internet right. anymore. You engage with a dumb dumb too much, the dumb dumb comes back and fucking farts in your face and destroys your life, right? Nietzsche? What's that? Reading Nietzsche? <laughs> yeah. So I'm not engaging anymore, right? I, and it's been that way for a while, but I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I have never seen, no, Baldur's Gate does not need a real-time combat option. No, it doesn't. The amount of, the amount of turn-based RPGs that are out there nowadays is very minimal compared to more action-based RPGs. I like both. Yeah, I do too. But There's I room for both. There is, and Baldur's Gate is an adaptation of Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> where you all take turns. That's right. You dumbass. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. This is the place to get that out, that yeah. poison out. You know, sometimes oh you just got to get the poison I out. I could not believe it. That was a really bad take. Uh, it was like, such yeah. a bad take that I thought it was a joke. Like, I thought it was somebody doing a bit, and it wasn't. It, yeah, it showed up in, you know, the Reddit, several of the gaming subreddits. And just to make sure, I went into the comments to read to see what the sentiment was. And luckily, everybody was like, what? this guy's an idiot. Good, good. <laughs> or um, this, is, this person's an idiot. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I, a lot of times, I think it's people just trying to farm engagement with hot takes and 100 percent, and i hate that too I like the fact that we're it. even talking about it you know kind of um, engaging so now speaking of turn-based combat obviously yakuza 8 still is a is a jrpg and it's got like i think this is such a cool idea so kiryu is now part of your party in eight right <laughs> this is dope you told and me about this he has a mechanic where he has a heat meter that builds up. And when it's fully built up, you can use a skill where he breaks the fourth wall and refuses to do turn-based combat and briefly turns the game into a standard Yakuza beat-em-up game. That's incredible. That's sick. That's that really is, fucking awesome. That is why Steve and I love this series so much, because yeah. they do shit like that. It's one of the most creative video game series ever like the creativity and the wackiness in those games is amazing Bar i really just wish they didn't release them but like once every two or three years because then maybe i would get caught up on them at well, some point when know? you think about it yakuza 7 came out in 2020 right so but we had ishin this year we've we got right, we had ishin we had some judgment games which i still and and then so many backlogged Yakuza yeah, yeah, games. There's so many through. games to catch up on, you know, because I'm I'm a little bit of a latecomer to them. So me too, right? You know, um, I think it's I played intimidating. Yakuza Zero like maybe a year, maybe two before you played it, and then you know, not okay. even that long. I think probably a year. Um, 
It's a great game. It is, and I can't wait to finish up seven. <laughs> every time, every time we, every time somebody funny. mentions Yakuza Zero, I'm just like, you know, that's a great game. <laughs> it is. It is. It's really, really good. Um, yeah. So I can't wait to finish up seven. I'm hoping it doesn't take me a billion hours, but sometimes, buddy, I just like. It's almost like when Dwight is in Second Life. And oh, and the office. He has it's exactly the same as his regular life, but, but he, he can, can fly. fly. <laughs> this is me, but I'm in Japan and can walk. Like I just <laughs> go around and walk around the city, hit up the karaoke bar. Maybe we go do the batting cage. You know what I mean? Just the minute, you know, you got to get past the first couple of chapters and watch a movie or eight, right? <laughs> Before you really get to start wandering around the city. As soon as they let me start wandering around and the neons going and people are talking shit and I'm fighting them, I'm home, baby. Chewy, we're home. Do you have any favorite like attacks? Your 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 party has some pretty wild attacks. Yeah, I mean, um, I've just gotten financially stable enough in this one where I could start using my pound mates, which are your summons. Mm -hmm. So I have a I saved a crawfish named Nancy who I can now summon. And when I summon her, she causes a storm cloud to come in and it starts raining poisonous crawfish on my enemies. Excellent. Amazing. Yeah, see, like, they take the summon system from, like, the old Final Fantasy yeah. games, you know, and just... <laughs> um, <laughs> for hilarious effect. Now, you mentioned it, so we might as well transition over. Final Fantasy Rebirth looks fucking sick dude like they <sighs> they announced you know they did the big reveal last year and said hey it's coming out in the winter of 2023 um and then there was nothing more until after final fantasy 16 released and now they're in full rebirth promotion mode and boy am i excited steve you should be man it looks incredible Looks um, like they're going to get so much stuff in this game. They So a few things that they confirmed. Red 13, fully playable this time. Last game, he was just a... It's great. Uh, what do they call it? Like a... Cameo. Yeah. A, he can, a companion character who was there towards the end of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing with Kate, C Kate Sith? Kate, Kate She. I always I said know. Kate Sith, so whatever you want to say. We're going to find out. We're going to find out in about... Mm, Five months. How how long? <laughs> how how wrong we've been saying that? Mako energy. Oh, get the GTFO um, with that GIF energy. <laughs> oof, oof. If if bear if Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth starts and Barrett is Barrett is like, hey Cloud, check out this GIF on my phone. <laughs> boop boop. I'm done. They start pronouncing her name Tifa. Like, boop, boop. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That's me turning off the PlayStation. Next thing you know, I'm pack packing up all them Final Fantasy collect <laughs> uh, collectibles. Bruh, hold on, Steve. I can't. You made you me paranoid. To, do you hold need on. to write off an email to somebody? Yeah, hold on. Okay, hold on. I'll give you a second. Dear Namora, hey man, I am so, 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 so so excited about final fantasy 7 rebirth 
Can you do me one favor though? For real. Don't change T Fuzz name and then I'm gonna put I'm gonna put um uh Capital T I maybe well yeah, i'm gonna put parentheses and spell it out how you say it t-e-e dash f-a right to tiff uh please total boner killer hugs and kisses halls all right sorry i really appreciate you like reading it out as you're typing it for well i'm doing that so you know the listeners can hear they're not just listening to me type and grumble and you can offer feedback if I need to. Exactly. Break, you know? Yeah. No, it's more for my benefit. Yeah, um, I really appreciate it. So they can, they, and of course, Yuffie is going to be fully playable. Now, Vincent has been in the trailer. He's not going to be tra- uh, playable this game. He's going to be a companion character. He will be p- playable in the third game. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, um, I, I was the most stoked about red 13 so mm-hmm. as long mm-hmm. as i get a good, to use the good boy I'll well be all right that means by the time well fingers crossed by the time the third game comes out i should in theory be able to run my end game final fantasy 7 squad which is cloud sid vincent valentine um now they didn't show I haven't seen it and I've watched a lot of rebirth footage. I haven't seen Sid yet. I'm sure they're probably just holding that back so they have more to reveal, you know, between now and the end of February. They also said where this game ends, right? So the first game was Midgar when they left Midgar, that's the end of the first game. This game starts there and ends at a location called the forgotten capital okay now i'm not going to spoil it because in case there's any listeners that have only played remake or maybe they in the middle of playing remake or the original game but the forgotten capital is where one of the most shocking iconic jrpg scenes of all time takes place you know what i'm talking about steve oh yeah Means I, I like this game is going to end on like a pretty a, crazy note, probably. Yeah, right. Or it ends differently, and then I have to sit around for three fucking years or whatever, going, "What the fuck are they going to do in that third game?" You know, you know. Because I'm not convinced that they're not going to. I mean, they're going to do some wild shit. The the remake itself was wild and unexpected the direction they took that so you have to imagine they're going to pick that up right mm-hmm. and they showed off some of the mini games right so they showed these looked cool yeah i, I was happy they're that they're going to put these in there obviously they were going to but yeah. i'm happy that they decided to give them some love you know like yeah they, they showed chocobo racing they showed some sort of like almost rock'em sock'em robot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Boxing. It's exactly how I would have described it. Yeah. Robots. I'm interested to see what that is. I'm assuming snowboarding will be in it. Did they show snowboarding? They might have. Maybe. Um, they showed showed the, uh, the golden saucer. They confirmed that you will be able to take... Because there's a moment in the original Final Fantasy VII. This is not a huge spoiler. But depending on the choices and stuff you've made leading up to the golden saucer... 
Cloud goes on a date with one of three people, maybe four. I think it's Tifa, which is always the one I did. <laughs> the, Steve, the minute I found out that was an option when I was a kid, I restarted my game. I was like, wait, you don't have to take Aerith to on a fucking the date at the Golden Saucer? And I was reading the game facts. No pictures, single spaced lines, guide. ASCII art. Yeah, yeah, ASCII art. And I was like, oh, well, we are altering fate. Hold on, I'm restarting. Um, <laughs> Aerith, Tifa, Yuffie, and Barrett. Now, Barrett is maybe the funniest one. Like, if you do that one, it seems like all of those options are going to be there and maybe even more. Um, also, if you guys like Final Fantasy VII at all or interested in that game, there's only one thing you need to do. You need to go out and Google Red 13 riding a chocobo. Because that shit is adorable. And boy, does he look fucking majestic in this new game, riding a chocobo. Um, so, yeah, buddy. That's, that's coming out. And then they've said they already have the third game outlined. So they're they're starting the initial work on the third game. Good. Um, but as far as stuff that's going to be featured in 7, they've already said that they're expecting, you know, a full playthrough of the second part to be like 100 hours. So it's already a bigger game than the first yeah. one, than remake. Mm -hmm. How how long was that first one? About 50, 60 hours? Yeah, and that was if you you did everything. If you did right. all the side mm -hmm. quests and um, extra hunts and stuff or whatever. Um, now, I love hearing that. Now, that's, you know, that's trying to do everything, I'm sure. 100 hours. But, like, you're going to... So Golden Saucer, Forgotten Temple... Um, Junon, Cosmo Canyon, where Red 13 is from. That scene is amazing in the mm -hmm. OG game. I can't wait to see it in this. Um, there's a lot. And you have to imagine the High Wind and Sid are going to be in there too. So let's go. Let's fucking yeah. go. You couldn't be happier about oh, that, man. man. I know. I'm excited about it too. That's that's the another problem though is now I'm going to have to figure out um, somewhere to fit. See, this is integrate in. I'm before so I play that. I'm so glad you brought it up, Steve, because just like I'm doing Yakuza homework, I would like to also do Final Fantasy VII remake homework and replay remake and the integrate DLC with Yuffie. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. Honestly, what I'd really like to do, Steve. I mean, I'd have to quit my job. There's no way I can complete this by February 29th. But I would like to play the OG game, like Final Fantasy VII. I can tear through that, though. Um, then, Oh, yeah, the, the, the PlayStation 1 yeah. game? Yeah. yeah. And then Crisis Core, the prequel, right, with Zack. And then remake and integrate and roll right into Rebirth. There's just not enough time. No, yeah. Because I'd probably also throw Dirge of Cerberus in there and Advent Children just to get wacky as fuck. Mm -hmm. Why not? Like, you know, if, if all you had was time. Yeah. Why not? You know, it's a fun <laughs> project when you think. I, I used to love stuff like that as a kid. Bro, you know? I'm telling you right now, I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket. And if I win, 
you guys will never see me again. <laughs> I mean, I'll be in Discord, but you'll never see me because I will be ashy Larry. I'm so pale from not leaving the house, just playing Yakuza and Final Fantasy games. I'll see you because I'll be in the other wing of the mansion. Oh, and... bro. Uh, listen, you, Jeff, Randy, Will, fucking Nick, all the homies living big if I win the lottery. Oh, yeah, eating up. We're going to have the big podcast studio in the middle of the house. Mm -hmm. So we can Underground. just all just, yep. Yep. <laughs> Let's go bang out I'm some just going to buy some land and build everybody houses to their specifications. Mine's going <laughs> to look like Kenjutsu Crossing from Fortnite. A little Fortnite <laughs> reference for everybody. I want mine to look like the house that young Jean-Claude Van Damme um, got caught robbing <sighs> in uh, Bloodsport. <laughs> I tried to take the sword. <laughs> um, that kid fucking knocks him out. <laughs> bro. And then... His, his remember he cuts the bill of the hat off with the sword yep. <laughs> balling balling yeah um, oh man you know so let me real quick talk about this thing that happened with uh, this group of friends of mine i uh -oh. won like a movie draft mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the first well i have the first pick and so i'm I, i'm putting it out there i'm gonna give like <laughs> the listeners a shot because i've got plenty of time before i come up with it if anybody has like a suggestion for a good first movie yes yeah, so i know what... you probably do <laughs> steve <laughs> you say this already knowing i've given you the plan okay so listen so what you guys are doing you guys your 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 friend group there in florida you're going to do like a, instead of a book club a movie club right right mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so you all put your name into a hat. You got the first pick. You get to pick the first movie, and then it'll cycle through everybody. Eventually. It's a lot of pressure, man. It is. I've, I haven't watched movies with hardly, well, half of them, I'll say. So I don't want to, like, run them off. But at the same time, I don't really want to run away from the kind of movies that I like either. Right. So This is what you do, Steve. Okay? <clears throat> Bloodsport. Okay? <laughs> 1988's Bloodsport. That's the first movie. And then what, how many how many people is in the group as a whole? How many movies are we looking at until it cycles around back to Steve? Um, let's see. Six people. Okay. So in about, about a, month a month and a half. half. Month and a half when it's your turn again. We're going back to 1989, baby kickboxer. Okay. <laughs> month and a half later, 1990, Lionheart. Month and a half later, also 1990, Death Warrant. Okay, nineteen uh, a month and a half later, nineteen ninety one's Double Impact, and then nineteen ninety two's Universal Soldier, and then nineteen ninety three's Nowhere to Run and Hard Target. All right, and then nineteen ninety four's Time Qu uh, Time Cop and Street Fighter. All right, and then I mean we're getting to the point where maybe you could stop the bit, but why? Why even bother? Right? Like you you guys will be ringing in twenty thirty watching. Minions, The Rise of Gru, <laughs> released in 2022 with a voice cameo by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, shit. It'll just be me playing through the story mode with uh, Johnny Cage. <laughs> in front of everybody. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme skin. Yeah, modded on PC or some shit. Oh, man, that's great. Another way I could go as well is... Um, for like the first night, just make them watch the first like six, seven episodes of Evangelion. <gasps> <laughs> make bro, make them watch 
end of Evangelion with no prior <laughs> fucking context. Bro, that Shinji. not do that to anybody. Bro, no. five minutes in when Shinji's looking at a pool of scum in his hand. <laughs> Animated spectacularly. And yeah, no, I couldn't do that. And then you just <laughs> smile and nod at everybody. <laughs> or just crack up at really uh -huh. inappropriate moments, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, why are you laughing? Huh? <laughs> Dude, that is so fucking... The idea of you guys being like, all right, we're going to watch an animated movie <laughs> called End of Evangelion. And they're just like, what is going on? I don't understand anything. <laughs> oh, bro. I would be walking home that night, I'm sure. <sighs> um, so you have been playing Lies of uh, P. Oh man, Lies of P. Let yeah, me man. know how it is, buddy. I, I've heard some of your thoughts. Let me know. So it's you know I'm not much of a Souls-like guy. I tend to have pretty high standards of those games, and typically they don't really work on me. Like the Surges and the original Lords of the Fall and what have you. There's some others, but um. This is the first one that I've actually really liked, and I got to give it up for Game Pass for having it on there and letting me try it for free. But it's super bloodborne y, mm -hmm. like um, the atmosphere. It's, you know, the only downside is like it's just really a super, uh, super bloodborne ripoff. Yeah. You know? Like, but I don't really care because they do it better than anybody else. The weapon I system mean... is fun. Listen, buddy, uh, Square Enix kind of ripped off Dragon Quest for Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. There's you know no what problem. I mean? like, yeah, like uh, good ideas beget good ideas in, in video game development. The interesting thing is, to me, that the Souls franchise, the Souls genre, has been around for so long, and so few people besides from have done a good job with I it. I was talking to our buddy Jeff about this very same thing, because he also has played through this game. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm about three-fourths of the way. He's beaten it, and he and I were talking about how impressive it was, because the studio who does it is very small. It's a Korean studio. They started with, like, 40 people, and I think by the time the game released, they had, like, 70 or 80 mm -hmm. still not mm -hmm. still not a big studio but souls has been a thing for so long people have tried to rip it off in so many forms and fashions and just have not gotten it just mm -hmm. can't get it together and this one has done it mm -hmm. in, in my opinion it's it's the one that has done it there so. was um one that's a little more cartoony that I saw on maybe an Iron Pineapple video. Is mm -hmm. that the guy that does the... Yeah, it is. I played is. 10 Souls-like, so you don't have to. That um, guy goes deep into yeah. some of them. Yeah, um, and he them. really liked this one. I bought it on Xbox when it was on sale. It's called, like, Asbestos or Abstergo. It's got some weird oh, name. Oh, Abstergo or, or something like that, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it yet. Okay. Um, but I it, like watching his video and it was on sale for super cheap. I was like, well, I'll check that out one day. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. He, he really liked iron, iron pineapple really liked lies of P as well. Good. Um, it's real fun, man. Like the, you know, um, since you don't have to worry, it's like more focused when I say bloodborne, you don't have to worry about a huge breadth of stats like you do in a, in like a dark souls or mm -hmm. an Elden ring. Mm -hmm. Your, your stat, um, output is basically real condensed into a few important ones and uh <laughs> you can 
change any weapons by changing their handles. So if like a weapon is geared more towards dex, but you're running a strength build, you can just put like a strength handle on it. Oh, okay. And uh, then you can just use, you know, use that weapon. You can trade in boss souls for super boss weapons, which is fun, just like the the Souls franchise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the upgrade stuff is fun. You have um, different arms you can put on, uh, and each one has like different effects. Like ones like you can shock enemies with it, which debuffs them, makes them easier to damage. <clears throat> one sets them on fire. One's a shield. One's like uh, a freaking, they call it the Mega Man arm because you can just shoot people from across like the nice. map with it. Mega Pretty Man. Mm-hmm. Megan Man. And each one of those upgrades like has like four upgrades each. And uh, it's it's a pretty satisfying progression through the game. Um, the voice acting, I will say, is generally good with the exception of freaking Gemini. Who's Jiminy. Jiminy Cricket? Yeah, who's basically who's okay. like a lamp. He's like a lamp, okay, in this character in this in this game. He's he's like a magical lamp called a the I guess the model is called like a cricket. But the voice actor for him is awful. Huh. He's easily the worst part about this game. Like it's 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 the one part of the game where I'm just like they couldn't get somebody else to do it. <laughs> it's just really bad. I don't know. So yeah, we should uh, I don't know if Steve mentioned it. It's um Oh yeah, like a Pinocchio like It's a like Souls story. game mm-hmm. based off of uh, inspired by Pinocchio. Right. And it's all like dark and brooding. Like, uh, you know, there's been a puppet frenzy where all the puppets have kind of gone insane and, and killed people. There's like a, some, a little Bioshock flavor to it as well in okay. terms of, of aesthetics, you know. Um, but it's real fun. It's, it's, it's pretty difficult. Um, the, the regular enemies will fuck your day up in this game. Um, it, you, it takes a minute to kind of get used to the ebb and flow of it, but... Once you do, you'll 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 be fine. The bosses are tough, but there's like a real easy. Um, they give you plenty of the material you can use to summon like an AI companion for the fight. Oh, okay. So they have and, their own sort of like ashes. System. Exactly, and and in this case, unlike the Souls games, um, I don't believe the boss like <laughs> boss's health doubles. So it's it's really handy if you want to just get through the game and not have to worry about learning the the mm-hmm. boss because these boss fights. You have to learn them. Like, if you want to fight the boss solo, you have to fucking learn all their attacks and learn how to dodge them and when right. to hit. It's it's pretty pretty hard. So I I have been using the summons because I want to get through the damn game. I got other things to do. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> we got we got things to knock off the list. Pinocchio. All right, exactly. Geppetto, get fucked. <laughs> I'm but gonna it, check it, it out a, eventually. It's a really good game, man. I was shocked at how good it is. That's uh, awesome. Uh, yeah. So uh, big thumbs up for me. I'll let you know what it's like when I'm done too. Man, it would be crazy if the Lords of the Fallen reboot turns out to be decent too. It's got me weirdly excited for that now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, again, I'm waiting on reviews because Liza yeah. P reviewed extremely well. That I, I pulled the aggregates up that day, and I was like, "Wow, yeah." I expected like sixes or sevens, but it was getting eights, eight and a halfs, nines. So, mm-hmm. really good stuff. Um, yeah, I, it's just like I was just sitting there thinking the other day, like how weird. It is that there haven't been more good Souls-inspired games. Now, that's not to say, like, when you really think about it, like, there have been some really good ones, like um, mm-hmm. Dead Cells. 
Yep. So yeah, Hollow Knight, Hollow I think, Knight, is one that, right. that has been lauded as being a good one. Um, there's definitely been games that have taken the inspiration yeah. the correct way, not yeah. in, in their own way more so than, than trying to just basically create a, another Dark Souls or whatever. Yeah. But Lords of the Fallen 2 looks like they're trying to be Dark Souls 4, which, you know, All right. if, if they do a good if job, pull it I'm, off. I'm game. Yeah, yeah man. let's give it a try. You know, if, if your combat feels good, that's that's the main issue right there. <clears throat> what you um, we've got a couple minutes left. I mean, this is something we could spin into a whole episode. But honestly, I don't at the end of the day, I don't really think it's worth it. What do you think about those crazy Xbox leaks? Oh, I don't know, man. It's it's tough to like really get like it's so it's all worried such about old like, information. Yeah, it's old, and you know, there's some stuff in there that was kind of cringy, like um, the attitude about Baldur's Gate um, d- did not age well, obviously. Yeah, but you know, Larian took the the high road, and and, and as they should have, and you know, the, it's fine. Nobody cares about that kind of stuff in in the business water no. under the bridge, and. I mean, you know, the mid-gen refresh stuff, I'm not so sure if I'm going to do it yet with with uh, Xbox. Because, um, you know, I, I think the Series X is just fine, at least at this point, right? Well, like- so, uh, and, and you know, old uh, my buddy Phil Spence, he came out, the Spence man, um, and said, you know, this is all old information. You know, obviously it's a bummer, but we're more excited about showing you the actual stuff when the time is right. Right. And the mid-gen refresh for the Series X that was in those documents is just a digital-only version of the same hardware we have now. Okay, cool. So it's cool. not like a, you know, a, a Series XX or like gotcha. a, a more powerful version. It's the all-digital version. Now, I will say, I think the fact that it's just a like, you know, the, the disc version is a, a rectangle. Uh-huh. And the digital the version cylinder. is just the cylinder. I think that's funny. Alexa. And, yeah. Like a neat design choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's not something I'm interested in. You know, yep. whenever they do a second version of the hardware that's upgraded or something, I'll consider that. But Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Play Starfield in 60 frames per second or whatever. You whatever. Know, with this machine, what that would you. be nice, you know. Um, but yeah, all the other stuff as far as, you know, tentative release dates and things like that it's all outdated and shit oh yeah and so. most of that stuff was bethesda right like yeah. the, the games they talked about like the the new doom game which we knew there was going to be a doom Three. at some point and and that that's exciting i love both doom 2016 and doom eternal they're both they're both great games uh, yeah. highly recommended and you know we know they're working on the elder scrolls mm-hmm. which also now we know is just coming to xbox which yep. we should you know should I not think most be people do at this point yeah yep. so you know good reasons down the line for for xbox owners i think yeah. uh, i think um i I'm, honestly i'm sorry to bring it back to lies of p but i really wanted to say that that turned out to be a big deal for them on game pass yeah i think like that like whenever they land a game that turns into like a word of mouth hit i think that I think that's a good look for them. It definitely is. When they have that foresight to be like, hey, like, we should maybe try to get this on Game Pass and it turns out well for them, I think that is good. I do too. Um, you know, I, the last thing I was interested in is 
engaging in any kind of fucking console war over these leaks. Yeah. I don't... Why? I'm too I old for console wars. I got them both. I, I like, like them, them both. both. Yeah. They both give me what I'm looking for. Awesome. I love video games. Yeah, I love them too. And we love video games. So what yeah. you guys should do is go to myweirdfoot.com for all your high potion needs, baby. Leave us a review. For Christ's sakes! <laughs> all right? And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, bye you guys. Ah!